Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Breaking news out of North Korea. An incident involving an American. It is July the 18th. This is today. Detained a U.S. citizen taken into custody after crossing the border into North Korea. Efforts now underway to resolve the incident and free him. A live report on this still developing story. Roasting yet another day of unrelenting heat from the West Coast all the way to Florida. Phoenix bracing for its 19th straight day above 110 degrees and no relief in sight for tens of millions. Al has your full forecast including the new air quality alert linked to smoke from those Canadian wildfires. To catch a killer, we're learning more about the evidence used to arrest an accused serial killer in New York. Some of it discovered in South Carolina as the investigation intensifies. We're going to go inch by inch through that house. We're going to get everything. We'll have the very latest. Today exclusive, the parents of the woman at the center of that bizarre case in Alabama speaking out after their daughter's disappearance and return home. Do you believe she was fighting for her life? Oh, she definitely fought for her life. Their message to the public and what police are saying. Look out below. An emergency slide falls from a plane in midair, crashing onto a home near Chicago's O'Hare Airport. Inside the investigation now underway. All that plus miracle rescue. A sailor and his dog found alive after being lost at sea, drifting in the Pacific for three months. Uh, I'm just needing rest and good food. Just ahead, the amazing moment they were found and what they did to survive. And who wants to be a billionaire? We have another life-changing jackpot for you. It is worth The Powerball jackpot reaches near record territory after no winner overnight, with another huge prize up for grabs today, Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Hello there. Good morning and welcome to today. It's a Tuesday morning. We do want to get right to that breaking news just this morning. We've learned an American was taken into custody in North Korea after apparently crossing into that country. This was happening on a tour near the border. Yeah, NBC's chief international correspondent, Keir Simmons, is right here with breaking details. Hey, Keir, good morning. Hoda Savannah, good morning to you. This news broke just after 3 a.m. on the West Coast. A little bit mysterious now. We haven't had more news since then. It came out in a United Nations tweet saying a U.S. national had crossed to the border into North Korea. It comes after uh, many months of, of high tension with North Korea testing intercontinental uh, ballistic missiles. Now this has the potential to put the focus on the Korean peninsula once again in all the wrong ways. Breaking news this morning. A U.S. citizen believed to be in custody in North Korea. The United Nations Command tweeting that a U.S. national was on a tour of the joint security area between North and South Korea and that the person, quote, 
crossed without authorization the military demarcation line into the Democratic People's Republic of Korea. The UN adding, we believe he is currently in DPRK custody and we are working with our Korean People's Army counterparts to resolve this incident. A US official familiar with the situation tells NBC News that the person is believed to be a US soldier. The military demarcation line is the heavily militarized border dividing North and South Korea, with soldiers lining both sides. It's been a flashpoint between both countries for years. In 2017, we went to North Korea and saw the demarcation line from that side. But here, along the front line between America's ally South Korea and the North, there is a permanent sense of danger. They call this the demilitarized zone. It is anything but. Every day, these North Korean troops stare down their American and South Korean counterparts, both sides today, on a hair trigger. That is the border between North and South. This side, socialism. There is where the capitalist world begins. And we're not allowed to stay here for very long. Later that year, a North Korean soldier was shot as he made a desperate dash for freedom across the border. Regular visits to the Joint Security Area are available for tourists. In 2016, American Otto Warmbier was imprisoned during a trip to North Korea. He was released more than a year later in a vegetative state and died soon afterwards. His parents later spoke out to NBC News. And it didn't have to happen this way. Kim did not have to treat Otto this way. But what this did is this is the true character of the Kim regime, their treatment of Otto. And it comes as the U.S. is navigating the rising tensions with North Korea. The sister of North Korea's leader, Kim Jong-un, said just yesterday that the U.S. should avoid any foolish act that could risk its security. The Biden administration had recently said it would negotiate with the country. Over the course of the Biden administration, we have indicated to North Korea that we're prepared to sit down and talk without preconditions about their nuclear program. But the relationship is sure to be again under scrutiny as this US citizen status is still in question. And this morning, there are uh, many questions. We don't know whether this person is, is still being held in North Korea, why they crossed the border, how they crossed a border that is so heavily militarized. There are visits, tours of that border. You can get very, very close. Perhaps this person just decided that they wanted uh, to walk across, but an incredibly dangerous thing to do that will now have many people in the US government extremely worried. Savannah? All right. All right. We'll stay yeah. on it. Thank, Thank you, Karen. Well, move now back home to the problems and concerns being caused by this unrelenting heat across the country, a third of the country, now under some sort of alert as historic temperatures and poor air quality spread across the country. Al is ready with the forecast in a moment. Let's start with NBC's Blaine Alexander. She's in Hotlanta this morning. Blaine, good morning. Well, Savannah, good morning to you. That's right. Here in Georgia, in fact, some parts of the state will get up to 100 degrees today. That would be the hottest day of the year so far. But across the country, records are falling so fast that it's really hard to keep track. While some places are seeing deadly and relentless rain, all of it is just another reminder that Mother Nature's fury has become a trademark of the summer. Even by typical summer standards, across much of the country, the heat is unprecedented and increasingly unbearable. 
From California to Florida, more than 60 million Americans are under heat alerts, facing potentially dangerous temperatures. It's the latest in a relentless heat wave gripping the South, with record highs falling by the day and more on the way. We topped out at 116, tying a record high today. In Phoenix, temperatures today are expected to top 110 degrees for the 19th straight day. And in Death Valley, the aptly named Furnace Creek reached a sweltering 128 degrees, making it the hottest July 16th ever recorded anywhere. Weather this hot is not just uncomfortable, it's unsafe. In Utah, a hiker collapsed under the blazing sun, prompting this search and rescue. And in California, a man died from heat-related injuries while on a bike ride. In some parts of the country, it's a one-two punch of heat and unhealthy air quality. Once again, can't see the trees, the mountains. With 66 million Americans still feeling the effects of Canadian wildfires that last month painted New York skies an ominous orange. You should not be outdoors, especially with senior citizens and children and again, those who have health conditions already. All of it following a week of devastating flooding across the Northeast, including Bucks County, Pennsylvania, where officials are still searching for two children swept away by flash floodwaters. Two-year-old Matilda Shields and her nine-month-old brother Conrad are both missing after their family car was swept away. Incredibly, their father and older brother managed to survive. We ask that you continue to pray for the return of Conrad and Matty and for the safety of all those committed to bringing them home to us. And getting back to that heat, the U.S. is far from alone in this. In fact, a number of countries around the world are seeing the same types of record-breaking heat waves. Now, it can certainly be easy to just kind of write this off and say, you know, this is just summer. But experts say it's important to take this seriously. And if you're feeling affected by it, you should really limit your time outside, Savannah. Absolutely. Blaine, thank you very much. 709 Al is here with the first check of our forecast. Al, morning. Hey, good morning, guys, and good morning to you as well. And we are looking at records possible today. New Orleans on into Houston, Corpus Christi, Wichita Falls, as far west as Phoenix, El Paso, and Amarillo as well. And then tomorrow, that heat continues. Again, record setters possible for Mobile, Brownsville, Albuquerque, El Paso, Lubbock, Texas, and Austin. And additional records likely three to going just right on into the weekend with temperatures triple digits for Las Vegas, Palm Springs, Phoenix, Tucson, on into Albuquerque and El Paso. And the southeast getting into it as well. Birmingham, the heat index today, 102, 106 in Charleston. Miami, it's going to feel like 105 degrees. Corpus Christi, it will feel like 117. And right into the late week, these temperatures remain into the triple digits and high 90s. We're not going to see much relief there. Also, the smoke, that's going to be pushing through carried to the east. And so we are looking at heat advisories. I should say air quality alerts stretching from Burlington, Vermont, down to Atlanta, out to Omaha and Minneapolis as well. So guys, air quality going to be a big problem over the next 48 hours as well. All right. Al, we'll check back. Thank you. Also this morning, new details emerging on the evidence that led to the arrest of a suspected serial killer on New York's Long Island. And some of it was found as far away as South Carolina. NBC's Stephanie Gosk is on the story and actually spoke with the district attorney who brought the charges in this case. Stephanie, good morning. Good morning, Savannah. That Long Island district attorney tells me they may have their suspect in custody, but the investigation is not slowing down. Multiple locations are involved, including a property in South Carolina and two storage units discovered not far from where the bodies were found on Gilgo Beach. 
A critical piece of evidence in the Gilgo Beach murder case has been found hundreds of miles away in rural Chester, South Carolina. According to local and federal officials, police seized the alleged serial killer's early model Chevy Avalanche at a property belonging to a family member. A witness told investigators he saw one of the victims get into the same kind of truck the last time she was seen alive. He also matched the unique physical description of the individual. A very large man, not muscular, but a very just physically large man, um, black hair, glasses, white, uh, and uh, somewhat unique looking, uh, described as an ogre. 59-year-old Rex Sherman has pleaded not guilty to killing three young women, whose remains were found over a decade ago. Their bodies dumped along a remote stretch of Gilgo Beach on Long Island's south shore. Sherman's house in Massapequa Park, less than a 30-minute drive from the crime scene, is now the focus of the investigation. The house is cluttered, and we're going to go inch by inch through that house. We're going to get everything. According to the Suffolk County District Attorney, the architect and father of two had permits for 92 handguns. Inside, the police commissioner says they found hundreds of weapons. It's over 200 guns. Uh, he had an arsenal in, his, uh, in a vault that he had downstairs. Anytime somebody has that type of uh, arsenal, we, we, we have some concerns. Police have also searched two storage units in the town of Amityville, right across the bay from Gilgo Beach. DNA samples and cell phone pings near Herman's home and his Manhattan office helped investigators crack the case. A total of 11 remains were originally discovered on Gilgo Beach, and police say they have substantial evidence connecting Herman to the disappearance of at least one other victim, which means more charges could be coming in an investigation that's far from over. So interesting because it sounds like they are continuing to actively work this case. Yes. Any insight from the DA about why this was the moment to bring those charges? They had been watching him for a while. Yeah, it's interesting. He said to me that they they actually acted early and they acted early because they were concerned about safety and exposure of their investigation. You may remember in that bail application, they had said that he was monitoring progress in the case repeatedly hundreds of times. Right. They were they were scared he might slip through their fingers. Oh, wow. Stephanie, thank you very much. An investigation is underway this morning into a strange incident in Illinois. Take a look at this. So an emergency slide fell from a plane that was landing at O'Hare International Airport while the plane was in the air. It struck a nearby house. NBC's Tom Costello covers aviation. Tom, walk us through what happened here. So this was an inbound United Airlines flight coming in from Zurich to land at Chicago O'Hare. And we have some video. We're going to highlight exactly what happened. As the plane is coming in on approach into O'Hare, somehow that emergency slide simply fell off the plane. Now, nobody on the plane realized it at the time. It was only when they got on the ground, maintenance crews realized that there was the emergency slide that was missing. And then came in the reports that it fell on a house in a nearby neighborhood. Minor damage to the house, no injuries. The FAA is now involved. United Airlines tells NBC News once its maintenance crews discovered that the slide was missing, it notified the FAA to better understand exactly what happened in this instance. Now, there are multiple emergency slides on a plane, as you know. This one, we believe, was near the wing and the emergency exit, not the main exit, not the main door. And there's a compartment there. Somehow, it appears that compartment that opened up 
and the slide got caught in the wind and it simply fell out. And so now the question is, why and how did this happen? Again, thankfully, nobody injured. Everybody was safe. The plane landed just fine. Hold yeah, on. that's good news. All right, Tom Costello for us there at Reagan. Uh, thanks, Tom. We've got an amazing story of survival this morning. It's got everybody talking. A sailor and his dog were adrift at sea for months when a storm damaged their boat. Well, fate and a lot of luck stepped in. Chanel's in for Craig this morning. What a remarkable rescue. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, this is truly stunning. 54-year-old Australian sailor Tim Shattuck and his dog were rescued by fishermen in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Incredibly, they survived for months by eating raw fish and drinking rainwater. And their amazing rescue was all caught on tape. Call it a real-life castaway, Australian sailor Tim Shattuck looking gaunt and haggard, but alive. Saved after missing for three months at sea, say his rescuers. This video shot by them and obtained by Nine News Australia. I have not had food, enough food for a long time. The 54-year-old and his dog, Bella, found on their catamaran by a Mexican tuna trawler in the Pacific Ocean. The duo surviving by eating raw fish and drinking rainwater. Their ordeal began back in April when Shattuck and Bella departed from the Baja California Peninsula, bound for French Polynesia, a 3,700-mile journey. But two weeks into the voyage, trouble. A heavy storm taking out their boat's communication systems. The duo drifting for months on the open sea, holding on to hope and each other. Then a miracle. Their stranded boat spotted by a helicopter. The duo soon pulled to safety by fishermen. We've been through a, a very difficult ordeal at sea um, and uh, I'm just needing rest and good food uh, because I've been alone at sea a long time. According to his rescuers, Shattuck had fishing and survival equipment on his boat and avoided sunburns and heat stroke by staying under its canopy. Experts say another key to his survival may have been his dog. It provided companionship. It provided a purpose. It gave Tim something that he had to do each day, something to look after. Shattuck, an IT expert from Sydney and reported stage four cancer survivor, is now doing well and showing normal vital signs, according to the cruise rep. I have very good medicine. I'm being looked after very well. His story of survival, a lesson for us all. Even when the odds seem stacked against you, never give up. Shattuck and his dog Bella were under the care of a doctor on board the fishing trawler and reportedly landed in Mexico last night. Shattuck's mother saying she is, of course, incredibly relieved her son was found safe. And guys, we expect to hear directly from Shattuck when he appears at a news conference a little later today. Wow. Can't That's believe it. We're like, that is a wow. No, I mean, it is. It's luck, but also he had, he was prepared he was with prepared, some survival right. stuff. And obviously, had some survival skills. Right. And mm-hmm. I would say it sounds like a movie, but it already is a movie. Yeah, yeah so. it is. Wow. All right. Thank you, Chanel. Chanel. Thank you. Let's yeah. move on now to the story everybody's talking about this morning, the Powerball drawing. We're going to cut to the chase, guys. Nobody took home the big prize last night, so the jackpot now worth an estimated one Al billion dollars billion with the B. It's the third largest Powerball jackpot of all time. The next drawing tomorrow night. So plenty of time to get your tickets if you're so inclined. Oh, yeah. How is no one picking the combination? I don't know. How many combinations are there? What are the odds? What are the odds? 
How about the odds of getting a frickin' shark with a laser on its head? (laughs) Anyway, we are looking at flood watches in the Northeast. We're going to take a look at that in detail coming up in the next half hour. Of course, the record highs continue and out west temperatures, at least in Southern California, a little more seasonal. And that's your latest weather, guys. Thank you, Al. Still ahead, new details on that headline-making disappearance and return home of an Alabama woman. This morning, her parents are speaking out to us in an exclusive interview, what they want you to know, and also the latest on the investigation. And then a major concern for homeowners with all this extreme weather this summer. In an emergency, will your insurance be there when you need it? Vicki Wynn taking a closer look this morning at a troubling trend that could leave you holding a hefty repair bill. We'll get into it, but first, this is Today on NBC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Guys, uh, we turn now to a case we've been following. It's a strange one out of Alabama. Yeah, the parents of the woman who vanished for 48 hours after calling police to report a toddler walking alone down the highway. Well, they are speaking out in an exclusive interview. NBC's Priscilla Thompson spoke with them. She joins us now. Hey, Priscilla, good morning. Ahoda, good morning. As questions around this case intensify, the family is urging the public not to speculate, saying that it's upsetting to Carly, and right now their focus is on her physical and mental well-being. That moment you all first laid eyes on her again, what was it like? To me, I mean, just so much joy. This morning, in an exclusive sit-down with NBC News, the parents of 25-year-old Carly Russell are speaking out, describing the moment their daughter appeared on their doorstep after being missing for more than 48 hours. What did you do when you saw her? We tried to hug her as best we could, but I had to stand back because she was not in a good state. So we had to stand back and let medical professionals work with her. Um, but it's okay. Last Thursday, police say Carly called 911 to report a toddler walking alone on the interstate. 
She pulled over while on the phone with a family member who described hearing Carly scream. Her vehicle's unlocked, running, all her personal belongings except for her phone. On the scene, police found no sign of Carly or a child, and they say no children were reported as missing during that time period. The Russells waited in agony until Saturday night. There were actual, actually just so many calls and texts from people who maliciously lied to us. I just didn't know people could be so evil. Authorities have not indicated where Carly was during the 48 hours she was missing or what happened. Her parents declined to share what their daughter told them, citing the ongoing investigation. And can you tell me what happened Saturday night? Did you just get a knock at the door? Anything leading to, to the case itself, we, we can't discuss that. But they say speculation about the circumstances surrounding Carly's disappearance are only making things worse. She's having to deal with the trauma of people just making completely false allegations about her. Her family now urging the public to let the investigation play out, but mentioning an abductor. Her mother asking to read a brief message to the public. Um, Carly has given detectives her statement. Um, so that they can continue to pursue her abductor. Do you believe that there's an abductor still out there? Absolutely. Absolutely. NBC News has reached out to the Hoover Police Department to ask whether they're looking for an individual involved. Police have just said they're following up on all information provided by Carly. And when I talked to you all on Saturday, you also said your daughter is a fighter and she would find a way back to you. I felt that in my heart. Is that what happened? She did. She found her way back to us. However, we can't discuss the details of that. But they say one thing is clear. Do you believe she was fighting for her life? Oh, she definitely fought for her life. There were moments when she physically had to fight for her life, and there were moments when she had to mentally fight for her life. But she made it back to you. She, she made, made it back. back. Yeah, she did make it back. All right, Priscilla, so investigators are obviously busy on this case. What are they looking into going forward? Yeah, Hoda, right now they're analyzing that initial 911 call and also that traffic cam video showing that car driving on the interstate very slowly with its flashers on, believed to be Carly's car. And of course, they're looking at the evidence from the crime scene, including the car and her cell phone, which was found on the roadway nearby. Police say that they have been able to account for all of her steps leading up to her disappearance. But those 48 hours when she was gone still remain a mystery. Hoda? Mm. Yeah, leaving behind her phone, her pocketbook, and all those things, a lot of things that uh, investigators are looking into. Priscilla, thank you. All right, still ahead, a young boy hospitalized after being thrown from a popular carnival ride. We'll have the latest on the investigation and the accident putting safety in the spotlight. But first, we've got Vicki along with a story on insurance, and every homeowner should see it. Good morning, Savannah Hoda and Chanel. Look, Mother Nature is wreaking havoc on major insurance companies who are canceling policies in states that have natural disasters. So what does all this mean for homeowners, and what should you do if you lose your policy? I'll have the answers coming up next right here on today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Back now, 740 this morning on In-Depth Today, a new concern for homeowners during this summer of extreme weather. In a number of states, some insurance companies are pulling the plug, either choosing not to renew policies or, in the case of Florida, leaving the state altogether. Uh, and not at a great time. Mm-hmm. NBC's Vicki Wynn is here with a closer look. Vicki, good morning. Hi, good morning, ladies. Can you imagine trying to scramble and find homeowners insurance in the middle of hurricane season? That is the reality right now for some residents. AAA Insurance, just the latest company announcing a small percentage of its customers have gotten those non-renewal notices. They're saying a catastrophic 2022 hurricane season has impacted their operational costs. These extreme weather events are a big part of this, from hurricanes in Florida to wildfires in California. All of this making coverage increasingly difficult and expensive. For hundreds of thousands of Florida homeowners, a Category 5 problem brewing for years is now taking aim at their sense of security as insurance companies decline future coverage or leave the state altogether. In the last 18 months, 15 insurers have stopped writing new policies, three have voluntarily withdrawn from the market, and seven companies have been declared insolvent. The latest blow from AAA Insurance, which says it did not renew a very small percentage of higher-exposure homeowners' policies to ensure the company could support the large majority of our policyholders this hurricane season. Completely out of the blue, I was surprised. Some homeowners deemed high risk, like Walter Haller, received a short letter after seeing premiums rise for years. And I wouldn't mind it going up again in that, but no, they just canceled me outright. AAA giving Haller just one reason for being dropped. Because of exposure management, they call it. Industry insiders say increased hurricane risk, rising reinsurance rates, and a flood of lawsuits in Florida are forcing insurance providers out. In fact, Florida International University finance professor Shahid Hamid found insurance companies in the state have recently sustained more than a billion dollars in net underwriting losses and say they haven't been profitable since 2016, all leading to less competition and more expenses for homeowners. Natural disasters have wreaked havoc on insurance markets in other parts of the country, too particularly in states like California, where wildfires led some companies to pull back on writing policies. And Colorado, with premiums jumping more than 50 percent over a three-year period. In Florida, there's a backstop. The state-run Citizens Property Insurance, which offers similar rates to private insurers, but at least guarantees coverage. Anastasia Shellhouse had to scramble to secure Citizens Insurance after her policy was pulled. I cannot take it anymore. She says the pressure is overwhelming. It's pushing people out of being able to afford to purchase their own homes. I know someone that almost foreclosed and they were forced to sell because their taxes and insurance went up so high. It's not realistic to continue. 
sticky. Is there anything you could do? Is there any recourse if suddenly your insurer says, we don't want to insure you anymore? Yeah, these folks are in a really tough spot, right? In most cases, you can't appeal. The insurance companies tell us often they do try to suggest alternative companies for you. Here's the thing. It doesn't happen overnight, right? You have 30 to 60 days to find a new insurance policy once that one runs out. The other thing you might want to consider as a homeowner is retrofitting your home. In California, for example, it's installing things like sprinklers, fire mitigation Mm -hmm. um, devices that can help actually lower your premium Hmm. and make you more desirable for insurance companies. In Florida, it's getting something like impact windows, which uh, protect you from hurricanes. But all of this, it's really coming to a head because these natural disasters keep coming. They're more extreme and they're more Mm -hmm. expensive. Vicky, thank you very much. All right. Speaking of other concerns, why don't we turn to Mr. Roker, get a checkup. Yeah. And these are all directly related to climate change, and it's just going to get worse before it gets better. So we're going to have to deal with this. Speaking of dealing with disaster, flood watches, thunderstorms dropping locally, heavy rain throughout parts of the Northeast and New England areas quick to flood already because it's not that heavy a rainfall, but the ground is already saturated. In fact, you can see this area, the darker blue, that's the slight risk of, of flooding possibilities. And that risk also stretches back into the plains where we're going to be looking at some severe weather going on, multiple rounds of torrential rain. This is where we've got a moderate risk of very heavy rain and flooding from Nashville, Paducah, on into Dyersburg and Memphis. We're going to be watching that very closely as well. Upwards of eight inches of rain down through the mid-Mississippi River Valley, lighter amounts in the northeast. But again, because it's so saturated, it won't take much to cause flooding. And that's your latest weather. Guys. Thanks, Al. Guys, coming up, one of the Mm. most popular and beloved athletes on the planet right here live, Steph Curry, NBA icon. (laughs) But guess what? He started out undersized and underrated. (laughs) What his story can teach you about fulfilling your dreams. And yes, he just got a hole in one at a tournament. (laughs) Yeah, that too. (laughs) Cherry on top. Still ahead, baby news. Lindsay Lohan welcoming her first child. Carson will have the details and the sweet show of love from her movie mom, Jamie Lee Curtis. And we'll take it off. Oh, with bees. Excellent. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.